0: you remember the first time you took acid people we got M&M's not wearing shoes anymore you know what I mean they're switching up we don't have any more sexy M&M's bro what am I supposed to beat off to if I don't get to see some titties on an M&M and a fucking asshole on a skittle I'm taking my shit off spotify ladies and gentlemen welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's psychedelic experience what's going on with you hey Your old pal Joe here checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, people. How's it going? How's it hanging? How was your weekend? Hope you had some fun. Hey, hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. All right? Guess what, people? This podcast is brought to you by Top Shelf Grind. We got a sponsor for the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh... It's a great coffee company. I was talking about them a couple of weeks ago and reached out to them, and they were kind enough to go, yeah, we'll we'll throw you a little sponsorship, Joe. So there's going to be a, a link in the uh, description of the podcast. Get over to Amazon. Go get you some coffee. Use the promo code 10, and then my name, Joe Kelly. You'll get 10% off all the roast. They sent me a couple. Uh, the mushroom coffee is absolutely fantastic, people. It's not to, uh, you know then it's not going to make you trip. Of course not. It's going to make you think. It's going to improve your overall life. It's got lion's mane mushrooms in it. All right, people? This is going to help with your Alzheimer's disease, anxiety, depression, high cholesterol, inflammation, Parkinson's disease, ulcers, all that fun stuff. I've uh, been enjoying this coffee quite a bit. This is probably my fifth bag of it now. They sent me a couple, but hey, I've been buying it myself. I enjoy it. I don't drink as much coffee since I've been drinking, uh, this kind of stuff. And, uh, it seems to do something to my brain. I don't know what I'm drinking less coffee and I'm feel like I'm having an easier time not getting distracted while I'm trying to get my work done in the morning. All right. That's just coming from me. They didn't send me any copy. This is just my personal experience with the coffee. So click the link and get on over there. And, uh, and get yourself some coffee. They have a couple other roasts, too, that are available. They sent me this other one, too, but uh, I don't think it's for sale yet. It's an exclusive one they're sending me right now. Uh, something. It's a weight loss coffee made with suppressor saffron, all right? I read stuff about that. I'm not too sure what it is, but it's supposed to do something with, uh, again, more of your brain stuff, all right? So give it a try. <laughs> Click the link. Again, promo code 10 uh, Kelly. So that's one zero J O E joekelley There will be a link in the description of the podcast. Get over there and get some coffee. And uh, how about that, people? How about that for business? Other than that, I don't really have any shows coming up. I'll be in Tuscaloosa, Alabama sometime next month, but you can find all that stuff out over at uh, joekellycomedy.com is where you can get all that uh that great fantastic information all right hey people how was your weekend all right how was your last week we're already in february where was, where does the time fucking go you know what i mean where does it go the month is already over and what has happened what did you do with your january you know what uh you know what i did i did a little reading this weekend all right i was digging some dirt i was trying to figure out what is the secret to a happy marriage All right. Not that I'm interested in one or I'm anywhere near getting to one, but I was like, what is, what's the secret? How do people stay together for so long? And how do things, you know, how do you keep it spicy, you know? Or just how do you, how do you last together as intolerable, (laughs) intolerable human beings? You know what I mean? So I found this article. I figured I'd go to the source. Who better to give relationship advice than fucking Dolly Parton, you know? She's been married for 56 years to this fella named Carl Dean. So I went, you know, I'm like, what does Dolly Parton have to say about how do you stay together for that long, you know? And uh, the secret ingredient, people. I don't know if you know this. According to Dolly Parton, the secret ingredient, is you don't want to start fighting. Okay? That's the big rule, is just don't fight. She says, we made a rule years ago that we never argue, because once you start that, it can become a habit, and that just goes on. She later went on to say, also, how we've stayed together that long is a lot of ass-fucking. So, you can, uh, keep that in mind in your relationships that you're in at the moment is do your best to avoid arguing with one another. And also anal sex is key to uh, a long, happy marriage. And that's coming from Dolly Parton, America's sweetheart. If I do say so myself, you know, I don't know how old she is, but let's be honest. I'd fuck Dolly Parton. I think most people would. (laughs) She's a nice southern belle You know Who wouldn't fuck Dolly Parton Probably gay guys maybe Even then I think I don't know Do gay guys have a lady that they'd go like That's You know That's the one that I'd go for You know Fellas got the Who is it Tom Brady for all of us right It's gotta be Tom Brady Old Papa Tom Gotta be I think mine might be Matt Damon. I don't know. I haven't, John Cena might be up there too. The Rock could be, a (laughs) might be a handful, but I imagine Dolly Parton is probably one, maybe for gay guys. Anyway, just a little relationship advice to start your Monday off with people. (laughs) That's all. That's all. What is going on? What has been going on? People won't stop coming for my dude, Joe Rogan. I know a lot of people don't like to stand up for him, but I'm one of the few people that do. (laughs) Did you see the shit with Joe Rogan? It's so funny that, like, I don't know. If you didn't see it, this is what happened. Neil Young, do you all know who that is? I didn't. I thought that was Neil Diamond when I first, uh, when they were like, oh, that's... uh, they're like Neil Young is mad at Spotify for letting Joe Rogan uh, be a white supremacist or whatever it does that, that Joe Rogan does on his podcast, and uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's just uh, preaching Mein Kampf over on his podcast. I don't listen to it, you know. I stay weary of that guy, but Neil Young is like, if he keeps being a Nazi over there, you can't use my music, Spotify. And I was like, Neil Young, that's that fucking Saving Silverman movie was about Neil Young, right? And I thought that all day until I saw my buddy and then we were talking about that and he's like, no, dude, that movie was Neil Diamond. And I was like, oh, God damn. I don't even know who Neil Young is then. But I just think it's funny that if you didn't see what happened, Neil Young's like, hey, Spotify, I'm not going to let you have my music if you don't take Joe Rogan down. And Spotify's like, we don't need your music anyway, Neil Young. So they just took it down <laughs> themselves. <laughs> I think that's, a, I think you're going to make a stand. There's go, you know what? Fuck you. And then some other people. Oh my goodness. Who were the other people that took off their, uh, that wanted to make the big stand against Spotify and Joe Rogan people? You got to be out of your fucking mind. Like Neil Young, when, is Neil, when was the last time Neil Young was fucking relevant at all? If you're, listen, if you're an old timer who likes Neil Young, I'm, I'm sure he made some good music, but at the end of the day, if someone's going to try to draw a line in the sand against Spotify and Joe Rogan, Neil Young might not be the guy to lead that fight. You know what I mean? Joni Mitchell also came out and said, nuh-uh, you're not going to do that. Who the fuck is Joni Mitchell? This sounds like somebody from Happy Days. Was that fucking Cunningham's little sister? Was that Joni Mitchell? Who the fuck is that broad? I'm not even going to look it up. I don't even care who it is. Again, I didn't even look up what a Neil Young song was because I simply don't care, people. Who was the other fella? Niles something. Niles Lofgren. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> You're the, he's the guitarist for Springsteen. <laughs> not even Springsteen. <laughs> like, dude... If you're gonna make the stand, you at least gotta get Springsteen to have your back at there. <laughs> and I understand Spotify might be shitty to a degree because apparently they weren't paying uh they weren't paying royalties to a lot of comedians for their material. Uh so rather than pay them, they just kind of they took all their shit off of Spotify. So they're a double edged sword, you know, but they're going after they're going after the king, you know. They're going after old Joey Rogan. (laughs) And you can't do that. You can't do that and be fucking Neil Young. You know what I mean? You have to be very... It would take... Who would it take to really get Spotify and people to be like, Well, whose music is that important? Because it's certainly not Neil Young's. Taylor Swift, maybe? She makes a lot of money through her music, right? If she came out and was like, hey, take my shit off Spotify, take Joe Rogan off Spotify, or I'm gone, then some money might start getting shuffled around. You know what I mean? We might be trying to make everybody happy at that point. But if Neil fucking young, dude, how many streams does he get? And I'm not, listen, I don't get that many. You know? <laughs> but I'm also not going to take my shit off there. I'll take the fucking six streams a month. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you for allowing me to keep my comedy album on the fucking on your platform because it doesn't make any money. So I appreciate that. <laughs> that's the only reason that's the only reason my name get popped to take it down is A, because it, it's not signed to any label. And B it doesn't make any money. <laughs> but that wasn't the point of the album, people. The point of the album is Art to share with all of you fine folks, you know? That was the point. But yeah, Spotify can be shitty depending on who you ask. But you better be asking people who are a little bit more relevant than uh, than Neil Young. Unfortunately, Mr. Young. (laughs) You definitely need some fucking bigger artists. And also, it's just... uh, Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck what Neil Young's doing? Who gives a fuck what Joe Rogan's doing? You know what I mean? We got M&M's not wearing shoes anymore. You know what I mean? They're switching up. We don't have any more sexy M&M's, bro. What am I supposed to beat off to if I can't be jacking off to 30-second commercials? You know what I'm saying? To fucking sexy M&M's. That's the real problem right now. There's not a convoy of truckers driving through Ottawa, Canada right now to protest vaccine mandates, you know what I mean? There's uh, M&Ms are fucking not slutting it up enough for me. So I'm pretty upset about that and the fact that they're going after my boy Joe Rogan, you know. (laughs) I'm not worried about the fact that... Shipping crates, a 40-foot container, the cost of those have gone up to like 13 grand or some shit like that. You know, they were like, it used to, I read this, I can't remember, you know, I don't remember everything. (laughs) (laughs) But I read some stuff that was like a 40-foot shipping crate, pre-pandemic, cost about $1,300 to ship from somewhere to the UK. It wasn't the U.S., But that same place, that that same shipping distance is now like $13,000. You know, that's not the problem. My thing is, is I'm becoming not sexually attracted to candy cartoons, cartoons of candy anymore. And I don't know how to feel about that. I feel like they're trying to to take away my masculinity by taking away my sexy M&Ms. What am I supposed to shove in my butt now? I can't do it. I'll be thinking about how unsexy that M&M is and it won't do the job anymore. I used to shove the green one so far up my ass because I was like, oh, that M&M is just so goddamn sexy. I can't take it. And here's the thing, people. They're coming for the M&M's now. And I know some of you you people out there might be some fucking anime nerds. You know what I mean? They're coming for you too. You think the M&M's are the end of it? No. They're going to come for your big titty Japanese ladies very soon too, all right? They're going to say, hey, we're going to make these titties small, all right? That's what's going to happen. Watch, watch. You think the M&Ms are the end of this shit? It's not. They're coming, what they did, Lola Bunny, What when they released Space Jam, I couldn't even watch it, dude. If I'm not going to be able to jack off to it, why the fuck am I going to pay 18 bucks to go to the theater? You understand? I'm not, do- <laughs> I'm not doing that not going to pay fucking $36 to go watch a movie and get popcorn if I can't jack off to the goddamn movie while I'm there. You know? And I I know it's wrong. I know I'm not supposed to be doing that. But I'm just saying I physically couldn't do it because of how unattractive they made that bunny. And now I'm feeling the same way about these M&Ms. And I just want to let you know, I know you guys don't think it's a big deal. But if you have any cartoons that get you off they're coming for them all right i'm sure there's some i'm sure i'm sure there's some big dick cartoons out there for you too ladies they're coming for them they're coming for them too i don't know who that'd be johnny bravo maybe they're coming for johnny bravo all right i'm just saying it starts with the m&ms and I'm, i'm not you know i'm drawing a line in the sand right here dude I'm telling. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna take my shit off Spotify too. If we don't start getting these slutty M and Ms back, all right. That's how I feel about this whole thing. If I don't get to see some titties on an M M&M and M and a fucking asshole on a Skittle, I'm taking my shit off Spotify. All right. I might be alone in this fight, but sometimes an eagle flies alone. You know what I mean. So, put that in your calendar, people. It's coming. I'm going to war with Spotify as well. I got nothing better to do. <laughs> I got absolutely nothing better to do than to go to war with Spotify. So might as well do it, right? Ugh. What a fun time. What a fun time, people. You remember the first time you took acid, people? Oh, I was thinking about this. We were talking about it the other night. I was hanging out with some buddies, you know. We're talking about the first time we took acid. I told this on an old podcast I used to do, but I don't think I've told you about the first time I took acid. So I'm going to do that right now because boy, oh boy, was it something fun. It was in the great city of Nashville, Tennessee, right? And, uh, I was with a couple of buddies, one buddy in particular, but he, he had associates with him, his buddies that, you know, I was around or whatever, but, uh, Have you heard that drinking orange juice will increase your acid trip? That's how this conversation began the other night. And they were like, it's scientifically it does. And it's like, I don't, we drank the orange juice. I don't know. I don't know how to compare it though. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I couldn't drink a little orange juice, take a little acid, go, okay, that feels like this and then not drink any orange juice and then take a little more acid and go, okay, that feels like this. It's just once you're on acid. You're on acid. There's no, you know, the orange juice is irrelevant, I think. But apparently acidic fruits help with your trip. Give it a try, kids. Get out there and give it a try. But I remember my buddy, he wanted to get like extra, extra pulp for whatever reason. He was like, I want the most pulp I can possibly get. And he was like, he's like small dude, like 5'4", 5'5", you know what I mean? Maybe a buck twenty, real small kid, smoked a pack and a half of cigarettes every day, was always coughing, was always puking, you know. And I don't think he had done acid at that point either. So I think we were taking acid together for the first time. But just with how small he was and his smoking habits, like he, if he got like started coughing a bunch, he'd puke, like just like it was, he'd puke all the fucking time. So he chugs all that orange juice, takes the acid, and we're starting on the come up. You know what I mean? It's starting to feel a little fuzzy. We had taken mushrooms before, so we knew what tripping felt like. And he goes, I think he's li- maybe smoking a cigarette, starting to to light a cigarette or something like that. And all of a sudden, he just pukes his body weight in pulpy fucking orange juice, dude. Like projecting it out of his face. And as I'm coming up to peak, it's like, or we're not, it's not peaking, but it's the trip is coming on, you know what I mean? And uh, so it wasn't tripping, wasn't gone. But I see the look on his face and his eyes open, like, wide. Like he, he thinks the acid is poisoned. The kid's, like, terrified right now. And I've never taken acid before. But I'm not a bitch, do you understand? I'm not afraid of death. So I didn't mind it. I wasn't <laughs> I'm terrified of death. <laughs> but I welcome it. Anyway, <laughs> just seeing the look on his face, it's like, oh, he needs he needs a friend right now. You know? He definitely needs a friend. And you could just see his eyes and he's like, dude, why am I puking? Why am I puking? And it's like, well, you just drank a half gallon of pulpy orange juice. And he's just like, he's panicking. And then I'm like, hey dude, you know you puke all the time. And then it just clicks in his head. He's like, oh, yeah, I do puke all the fucking time. And it was like after that, we were smooth fucking sailing the whole rest of the time. But there was that brief moment at the beginning where it was like, oh, no, is he going to freak out? You know, oh, what a good. I miss that dude. He lives somewhere in Texas now. Last time I saw him, he was in Dallas. He'd gotten the cops called on him for shooting a propane tank with a gun, you know. He's just having, just having fun in a trailer in Texas, you know. Texas might be a wild place, but you got to admit, that sounds like a lot of fun. People who do that probably are a lot of fun. What a good kid, man. Oh, what a fun time, too. I had one of the biggest realizations that time, too, while I was taking acid for the first time, right? Because my buddy had a dog. He had a fella dog, and the neighbors had a lady dog. But they really didn't keep the fella dog on a leash. But the lady dog was crazy. So she's always on a leash. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) But (laughs) everybody's inside except for me. And the dogs know me enough, like they're familiar with me to be friendly or whatever. But they don't give two shits about me, you know. So they're playing together. They're having fun. They're having a great time. And I'm just going, oh, this is so fun. The dogs are playing. What a nice, kind, what a great thing that's going on, you know? Just tripping. Understanding art by looking at the grass for the first time, you know what I mean? And then looking at these dogs and understanding love. And then my buddies come out, and their dog runs over to them and just leaves the lady dog. And the lady dog's tied up, and she's like, just alone now and the dude the boy dog's like no i'm gonna go fucking play with my bros now (laughs) like (laughs) you were here for a moment you were just you know i was just passing the time until the bros showed up and at that moment i was like oh man i felt i felt bad for every girl i'd ever talked to you know what i mean (laughs) that's just like oh that's i've done that I think probably all young men have done that. Women have done that too, right? You just fucking go, ah, fuck off. I'm going over here for a little bit or whatever. But just that moment of going, oh, that's a strange interaction. The dog's like, this was fun. We had the best thing going on over here. And she's like, yeah, it was great. Will you come back and do it? And he's like, nah, I got got better things to do now. Sorry. (laughs) It's so shitty. It's so shitty. But I swear to god if you you know I've I felt terrible. My heart just sunk in my chest and I was like I don't ever want to talk to another woman again. Just because I would <laughs> I don't want to do that to somebody. <laughs> but it's part of nature, I guess, right? If it's happening in nature, I guess it can be. It's maybe it's just a sad truth of what nature is, you know. That's what it is, ladies. It's not that You know, fellas are actively pieces of shit. It's just in our DNA. It's part of being a fella, you know? We want to go hang out with the bros and just fucking chill. But when they're not around, we miss you. (laughs) We certainly do miss you (laughs) when they're not around. (laughs) <laughs> let's get you the animal let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way i don't know why that tickled me so much but it did let's get you yeah we've done enough we've had some fun today right i think we've had a journey together and real quick before we fucking wind down i'm gonna get the i'm getting the patreon back and going so patreon.com utilize shrooms. i'm gonna be putting more stuff out there uh pretty much every week the plan is my buddy Monty, Monty Mitchell, I've had him on the podcast a few times. He wants to start doing more regular podcasts. So I think I'm just going to put our shit on there probably Wednesday, maybe Thursday, something like that. I'm getting it all figured out. But if you want to get an early start, there is some shit on there. It's some older stuff. I'm trying to clean it up a little bit. But patreon.com slash utilize shrooms if you want to support the podcast, all that shit would be appreciated. And Plus, I'm going to be putting different shit out there that you can find. Or they won't be able to necessarily listen to uh, elsewhere. But, uh, yeah, again, getting it all figured out. Uh, Animal video clip of the week. Mouths dry as fuck, people. Oh, man, did y'all watch the Royal Rumble? Oh, Oh, man, I don't know why I put myself through it. I don't know why I keep watching professional wrestling and acting like I'm going to enjoy it. AEW was pretty dope last week. That fucking... uh, Sammy Guevara, Cody Rhodes, that fucking cutter off the ladder, dude, that was pretty fucking dope. That was pretty fucking sick. I will say that you guys, some of you probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but look up Sammy Guevara, Cody Rhodes ladder. I'll fucking post a link to that shit dude it's I know wrestling every you know people who don't like it, it's fake, it's predetermined, but dude there's it's fucking awesome when they do cool shit. <laughs> When they do cool shit, it is fucking some of the coolest shit that's ever been done. The amount of athleticism and acrobatics involved, you know. And it's a live show, too. You got to think about that, too, people. When they're doing this spot where they're jumping off the ladders, they're doing that live. You know, it's fucking theater. It's fucking awesome. What, do you want to go watch cats jump around? People dressed up as fucking cats and go, that's the best fucking... Play live musical theater, fucking shit we've ever seen. Fuck you, okay? Go watch a Rey Mysterio Eddie Guerrero match and talk to me about fucking theater, okay, people? Go listen to the West Texas Rednecks sing I Hate Rap in case you like musicals. (laughs) (laughs) There's a great feud in like, I think it was like 98 or 99 at WCW, where I think it was, uh, The West Texas Rednecks? Did they have a feud against Master P? Master P showed up at WCW at some point in time. Anyway, people, I'm not going to fucking go on and on about wrestling right now. (laughs) But it's a beautiful fucking theater. Anyway, uh, the Royal Rumble was not great. I wish I would have bet on it. I wish I would have bet on it. Because Brock Lesnar, everybody knows who Brock Lesnar is, I feel like, at this point. He was the heavyweight champion. And I was like... I bet they did the heavyweight championship match before the Royal Rumble. And I was like, I bet Brock Lesnar loses and then gets in the Rumble and then wins. And that's exactly what happened. Ronda Rousey came back. I, I said, I bet Ronda Rousey comes back and wins. Oh, boy. Anyway. Who gives a fuck? I didn't even need to bring that up. <laughs> Animal video clip of the week, people. I can't, I can't remember why I was watching this. But there's, it's old news clip. You know when news reporters, they're out in the field reporters, you know what I mean? The fucking lower tier reporters. You got to start out in the field. You don't get to sit at the desk to begin with. You start in the field, you work your way up to the desk. You know what I mean? You start in the field, you get to the weekend desk, and then maybe you get to fill in during the regular week, and then you get the regular desk. I think that's how it works. But this poor old woman, she's out doing a field reporting thing about fucking goats for no reason. You know what I mean? Local news just has no we're going to go report on a fucking goat farm. What the fuck, man? What a soulless fucking thing to do. Where where do you expect to go? Like what's your end game here? If you're going out and going I'm going to get the breaking story on this fucking goat exhibit here at the fair. You're going to dig up some dirt on goats. What are you going to fucking... You're going to find Jeffrey Epstein. Is he going to be the fucking goat handler? You're going to dig something up. You know what I mean? Is Chris Hansen going to pop out some shit like that? You know? You're going to open up, what is it? Grant's tomb? Something like that? No, you're just going to go look at these goats. <laughs> and this lady certainly gets what's coming to her. You know? She's reporting on the goats. And she's like, oh... This goat's nice, petting one goat, right? And then one goat starts to bite her. And then the goat she was petting was like, hey, fuck you, lady. And just headbutts her. She falls down. But what is so funny about how this lady falls is old ladies have like this death scream. You know what I mean? Where no matter how not bad they're going to get hurt, they assume it's the worst possible thing that's happening to them ever. You know, she gets headbutted by that goat and just lets out this fucking wail, just this wail like she had been hit by a car and shot in the face, you know, like something real bad happened to her, falls down, pops right back up and is laughing. But for that moment, just that wail. did you ever see the video of the lady in the courtroom who gets tapped with a piece of paper in the back of her head? Some lady's like, I don't like you. It hits her in the back of the head with a paper. She just falls on the floor and fucking is wailing. It's that old lady death scream. Every old lady has a death scream. Where no matter, they could be falling into a bed of feathers. But if they are surprised by it, they will assume that they are dying. Maybe you just get to a certain age where death seems ineminent. Evident? It seems like you can't avoid it. <laughs> Imminent, there's the word. <laughs> Seems like it's imminent, you know what I mean? So maybe just, and no matter what happens to you, you just assume that it is death knocking on the door, ready to take you to the other side. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you live so long that no matter what happens to you, you're like, I'm gonna die. I love it. that fucking lady. oh, it could have been like it could have been like a black metal fucking scream, you know. Somebody should do that. Anybody who's good out there, if you're good with like mixing music, like find old ladies screaming, find those old lady death screams and make a fucking make some death metal out of it. That'd be pretty cool. I'd love to hear that. If anybody has those capabilities, fucking do that. That would be awesome. I'll send you something. I don't know what, I don't have much to send people, but maybe I could send you some coffee. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Don't forget to uh, go support Top Shelf Grind as they are a proud sponsor of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. You can uh, click the link in the description, go over to Amazon, get you some coffee, use the promo code 10JOEKELLEY, that is 10 Joe Kelly, and you'll get 10% off uh All your roast, people. So go load up on that. Hey, have yourself a good week, all right? Hope we had some fun today. Get out there. Get some shit done. Make something happen, all right? Enjoy yourself. Enjoy somebody else. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else, too. I'll catch you all around real soon, all right? Later.